So, okay, well, I, I guess uh, your drums uh, mean a great deal to you, huh? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, nice. You're like a more than food, I guess, huh? They are food. Eat drums, eat cymbals. <laughs> How symbolic. Bad pun. hope it doesn't glitch out on me but i ended up writing a bit of a script because i'm trying to be a professional here uh so uh -oh. welcome back to napalm man i can't talk anymore professional my ass welcome back to napalm and friends and like always we are incredibly lucky to have talented folks hop why can't i talk anymore this is a problem it's all right do you want a shot of tequila do you want me to serve you a shot of tequila or? i know like i'll take it uh, but yeah, I'm gonna start over. Welcome back to Napalm and Friends. And like always, we are incredibly lucky to hold talented folks hostage and to have them share a bit of their passion and art with us. And this week we have the indisputable badass drummer, Alejandra, or better known as Kuka, out in Las Vegas. So how's it going? Pretty good, howdy. Howdy, everybody. <laughs> I know, I'm really excited that you were able to give me a bit of your time. Like you shared some of your music with me um, and the, spectrum of your talent is pretty impressive like you did punk you do like rockabilly and just lately like you started diving into a new project i don't know if you want to you know share that a bit kind of give us a bit of a rundown of your experience as a drummer and like what you're going to work on now yeah um so i've been playing since i was 11 um so over 20 years now um i am self-taught 
everyone in my family, a bunch of guitar players, so many guitar players. And I'm just like, I don't want to do that. And so, yeah, I just started really playing the drums and playing for all these years and playing for different bands. Um, but now I'm actually going to be drumming for a, um, this guy out here, his name's Charles King. Um, so we're going to be opening up for MERS on December 18th, 2021. Uh, what I usually play, I usually play a lot of like punk rock, surf, a lot of uh, rockabilly, oldies. And this is somewhat different. It's more of like underground hip hop. So I'm excited. Uh, and then I think it's interesting that you said that you come from a family of guitar players and then yet you decided to deviate from that and want to play drums. What was it about the drums that you were drawn to? Oh man, so much. Um, so like I said, a lot of guitar players in the family and they actually got me a guitar when I was 11. And they're like, here you go, play this, you know, learn because there's so many guitar players. And so I learned a couple things, but I'm just like, this is just so boring. It's so boring to me. I, I'm not interested in this. Like this doesn't excite me. So because we have so many musicians in in the family, um, so I had uncles, you know, buying drums, guitars, bass, microphones. So uh, yeah, I grew up playing the drums. Just one day, I just walked into my grandma's garage and was like, you know what? Let me try this. You know, everyone's playing guitar. Let me just try the drums. And so I started playing and I immediately got hooked. Huh. It's just something about it, like the bang, the noise, the the loudness of it. It's so unique and it's so different that it was more therapeutic for me. You know what I mean? It really, because I mean, I was younger, you know, I was into punk rock and doing stupid shit and of course playing music, you know, um, but really, it is, I don't know, it's just something about it that just really caught my attention and, and more of it because I'm the only female in the band that plays drums. Yeah. Mostly everybody is playing guitar, you know what I mean? What did your family have to say about that? Um, at first they were like, fuck! <laughs> because it was so fucking loud throughout the whole house, you know what I mean? They're so used to having these guitar players just, you know, turning down and just playing, you know, music. And I'm in the garage just, you know, playing. And like I said, I learned by myself. Um, I was 11 years old. So what I used to do is I would listen to different types of music and I would block everything out except for the drums. And I would just listen to the drums and just memory by memory. And so that's how I started playing. What artist would you listen to? Oh man. So growing up, um, both of my parents, they used to be, they used to be gangsters back in the day. Um, so they played a lot of uh, oldies, a lot, a lot of oldies. Um, my grandma played a lot of classic rock, like Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin. Um, my dad played a lot of oldies uh, and also played a lot of like Pantera, Kiss, you know, um, that sort of stuff. So I grew up with like different genres of music. So just literally listening to everything. Well, can you recall like the first song that you were able to get down, like on drums? Oh, oh man. So I started when I was 11. So it, it, my, it was probably like a punk band, like a punk song. 
from back in the day, like, yeah, I gotta try and do this because like me and my friends, we're trying to start a band. So, you know, but it was, it was mostly that, but I can't remember uh, the first song. It was mostly just listening to different types of music. Okay. I mean, I think that's a fantastic way of learning is like having a wide array of genres to like play with because I mean, like, look at, I mean, not drama related, but just music in general. It's like, look at the Ramones. It's like they would listen to kind of like poppy music and then just take inspiration from that and like turn it into punk. And like, it's, I think it's fantastic to keep a variety around and like, just kind of like pick from, and then you just end up with this really incredible, unique sound in the end. Yeah. Yeah. And then I did know, or I did want to ask, is that your entire family, you know, are musicians. So why is there, or why do you think there is this relationship between creating music and your family? Like, what do you think is at the core of it? Ah, oh, man, I don't, um, well, let's see. Uh, well, like I said, I grew up listening to different types of music. So many music, well, guitar players in the family. It was more of, I would have to say for me, more like therapeutic for me. Um, it was just something about it that I just like catched on and it was super, super important to me. Um, something that was very interesting to me. I don't want to quote uh, Bradley from Sublime when he's like, punk rock saved my life, you know? <laughs> but it kind of did, it kind of did because like I said, I was a troublemaker, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But music yeah. really helped me and in playing in different bands and playing with different musicians and learning different things. I mean, even getting shit from people at a young age, like, oh, there was this one show, cause I used to be in a girl band. It was like an all girl punk thrash band. And we were playing this show for, um, it was a guitar player for DRI. And we were setting up this like big festival out here in Vegas years ago. And so, uh, Anyways, we go on stage and people are already talking shit. They're like, oh, it's the Donnas. And eh, you know what I mean? They're just going to play like, you know, these little girls on stage, whatever, whatever. And that shit used to piss me off because it's like, well, just because we're all girls playing music doesn't mean we're going to be like, oh, yeah, and here and here. You know what I mean? Like, don't judge its book by its cover, I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah. After we started playing, a lot of people were like, holy shit, these girls are not like, eh, you know what I mean? They're more like in your fucking face, in your face. You know what I mean? Like we're here to fucking play and to play hard and girls can do it. You know, girls can play hard. Girls can play, you know, musical instruments. And I used to get that shit a lot at a young age. Not anymore, you know, as I get older, not anymore. It ties into some thoughts that I've had, you know, I haven't, I haven't shared it with you. Um, I was talking to another friend and he was telling me, it's like, you need to get more female artists on your show. Like I'm more interested in their stories. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like I want these incredible artists on my shows. And I always try to like stay away from the com the conversation of like, oh, what's it like to be a female drummer? Or what's it like to be a female chef? Because I feel like, like, fuck man, like why should I have to ask those questions? You know, like those, like men don't get those questions. Like, oh, what's it like to be a male drummer? It's like, fuck that dude, it's a waste of time. It's like, just share your experience. But then at the same time, based on, you know, what you just told me now of how you were welcomed into, not even welcomed into the scene, but like how people reacted to a female band, you know, playing, it's kind of like, well, I do understand the importance of, have, of having that representation, but I, at the same time, it's this whole conflict in my head of like, I don't want to focus on that. 
I'd rather focus. No, and you're absolutely, on. yeah, and you're right because I hate doing that. Like, I, I don't want to sit here and be like, yeah, you know, like, poor me, you know, female musician, blah, blah, blah. No, but yeah, I will admit because playing music for so long, I have gotten shit for it. I have. You know what I mean? Oh, you're a girl. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what this is called on the drums or this or that. Or do you know how to do this? Or do you know how to do that? You know what I mean? And and for a while, the last band that I was in, we would travel a lot. And we would, I would come across that so much. You know what I mean? Where guys were like, oh, well, let me use your drums. Or, or you can borrow my drums for this set. But, you know, do you know this? Do you know that? And, and sometimes, like... I would feel small and it's like, fuck that. Like, they don't know me, you know what I mean? They don't know yeah. what I've been through or how long I've been playing. And usually, and I love it all the time. I love proving people wrong because every time that I start playing and after where guys will be like, oh my God, like, oh, you're you're great, you're amazing. And I'm not the type of person where I'm, Cocky. I'm not cocky. I'm not like, yeah, I'm a female, you know, musician and I'm a drummer and I've been playing for this long. Like, no, I, I play drums and that's that. And if you like it, cool. And thank you. And if not, then you go your way and I go my way, you know? Um, but yeah, no, yeah. A, a lot of, and even like a lot of female musicians that I know, they've gotten shit also. I do feel conflicted in asking those questions because it's like, again, I don't want to focus an entire interview on like, what's it like to be a female in whatever field you're in? But then at the same time, it's like, I do recognize the importance of, hey, you know, this is this is a problem in, the, in whatever scene that you're in. Like, unfortunately, we live in a society where it's mostly male dominated, but it's like, fuck, man, like, I'd rather spend like the shack and just exploring people's passion and arts. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't fully developed those thoughts yet, but it just, it pisses me oh, off. I get it. I get it though. It makes sense. I get it. Thank you.
But then I do want to ask, if it wasn't the drums, what would what do or what instrument do you think you would pick up next? Oh man, we'll see. I, I know how to play other uh, instruments. I uh, I started with the guitar, and then in high school, it's a funny thing. So in high school, I wanted to I wanted to join the drum line, and they wouldn't fucking let me. They wouldn't let me. They're like, no, you have to have straight A's, and I didn't have straight A's. I had like you know A B's and C's, whatever, you know. And they're like, no, you got you have to have straight A's to join the drum line, or you can't join. So I'm like, that is bullshit. Because like I said, I've been playing since I was 11. This was in high school, so I was like 15, 16. And they were like, no, they told me straight up, no, nope. It doesn't matter how good you're, how good you play. If you don't have straight A's, you cannot join the drum line. So I'm like, well, fuck you guys. I'm still gonna play the drums, okay? I'm still gonna play and I'm still gonna have fun. And then I joined orchestra. <laughs> okay. I joined the orchestra, um, but I actually played the stand-up. So I know uh, a little guitar, stand-up, and then drums. Um, and that's pretty, that's pretty much it, yeah. Dude, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> and something that I've noticed, ah, fucking echo. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> it's like the first couple of sentences when I start talking, like, fuck my Wi-Fi connection right now. Anyway, what I notice about you and something that I really admire is that you have a very like fuck you attitude. If there's something that stands in your way of like expressing yourself artistically, you just like raise the middle finger. And I think this has a lot to do or this deeply connects into your punk roots as far as like you're going to tell me what I can and can't do. It's like, fuck you. I'm going to show you how it's done. And it's something that I'm just like fucking my hat off to you, because I know for me, like with my punk roots, a lot of it was oh no it was just a lot of being an idiot growing up like if anything it wasn't it was a lot of fuck yous but not like not a lot of like i want to prove you wrong except for the shack <laughs> because it's like the shack really was born out of being just like having so many doors shut in my face and i'm like well i guess i'll just like teach myself how to edit i'll teach myself how to record and like i'll teach myself how to run like a little pirate radio show so to a degree like it goes back into my punk roots and finally deciding of like saying fuck you i'm gonna do it um, so it's like seeing it in other people. I'm just like, fuck yes, dude. It's like, I admire it. I can't wait to see like what other creative endeavors you take on. So I do want to say it's like, you sent me music of your past projects. I loved all of them. Like you sent me, oh, thank you. I think it was, remember I couldn't stop laughing. I think it was like the end of the song where it's like, fuck you in the asshole or like fuck you and it was just like uh, dude that was the girl band that i was in oh that was more of a joke song and i know i didn't tell you but it, it it's a it's a joke song <laughs> no i figured but it was one of those like i i'm still like like a prepubescent teen at heart so it's like little jokes like that get to me i'm like that will always and forever be funny to me like fart jokes are always gonna be funny to me and hearing that, I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, I love this so much. And it fed into that like prebubescent, immature child in me. And I think that one out of everything that you sent me was like my favorite. Um, I was also pretty impressed. I forgot the band's name. I am so sorry. It was the a live recording. I'm sorry? Was it the last band that I was in? It was one of the videos that I sent you, right? Yes. Uh, Tiki Bandits. Yeah. Oh, that one, Tiki Bandits. I was like, that was like so fucking badass. Like you guys looked amazing. You guys sounded amazing. Thank you. And I was like, dude, this is so cool. 
So then you've toured a bunch of times. Like, do you have any like notable moments that you would like to share? Yes, so many. Um, well, uh, definitely Hawaii. When we went to Hawaii, oh my God, it was actually my first time in Hawaii and it, it, it felt like a dream. The sky looked fake. The whole scenery looked fake. And I'm like, this is not real. This is, there's no way that this is real because I'm so used to being on the West Coast. Like I've traveled to the East Coast, but, and to Mexico, you know what I mean? But that's pretty much it. And so when I, uh, when we played in Hawaii and, oh man, it, it, it was awesome. The people were so nice. They were so nice. One of the bars that we uh, played at, they actually, um, they had like a signature drink for us, named after us for that night. It was really cool. Hawaii was definitely cool. Um, when we played Mexico, uh, TJ, that was really cool because different worlds you know what i mean you're so used to like when you go to shows out in the u.s right you're so used to seeing you know the same type of people you know in in, in a sense and but when you go to mexico it's completely different the scene yeah. is yeah. different for me um a lot of psychobilly people but they take that shit super, super serious, you know, versus out here, I'm so used to seeing like, if you're psychobilly, you know, like a band shirt, you're fucking quips and creepers and that's that. <laughs> but out there, it's like, I saw more women psychobilly than men. And these women like had super like big ass fucking quips, hair pompadours and, um, had their heads shaved and like super, super psychobilly out. So it's completely a different world, especially with like, like goth people, completely different also. Um, but I love it. They're, they're great, great people. I actually have cousins that moved out here from Mexico and they have like a whole like electro goth band. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Dude, that's so badass. And it's like, I, want to go on and on about like your adventures all your future projects but i will say this to the listeners i will be tagging your page in the bio to this episode so by all means please go ahead and follow her you're not going to regret you know finding out about all these incredible shows that just might be in your hometown um and as far as like future projects as well like you'll be sharing that and whatnot so again go ahead and follow her on instagram is there any other platforms that people should look for you and your projects on or um no just on instagram for now until I join another band or another project and then we'll go from there. But no, just on Instagram for now. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, you'll be tagged in the bio.
Kissing and holding you tight Your hand and mine, my hand and yours Dancing away in the night Hold me, hold me and love me, love me Tell me you're mine evermore Life is a cheat And oh, what a treat to have someone like you to adore Kissing and holding you tight Your hand and mine, my hand and yours Dancing away in the night Hold me, hold me and love me, love me And tell me you're mine evermore Love is pure gold when you've someone to hold Someone you really adore Hold me and love me once more Hold me and kiss me once more
have any more questions for you. And like, I usually like to end with every, you know, episode with, oh my God, your dog. I'm so sorry. He's oh, you see him? <laughs> yeah, I popped up. This I'm is such a Oh, say hi. Oh. He, I call him the narc of the, the house because he's like a German shepherd. So he has to like get into everything. Hmm. Everything that I'm doing, he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So yeah, he's, he's so again, all the more reason to follow her because you'll get Kratos content. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, if the drumming isn't enough, which is, you know, shame on you, but I mean, the dog should do it. You'll get uh, adorable. Cute, uh, puppy pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I was saying before I got distracted by the adorable overload, um, how I usually like to end every episode is usually asking my guests, what advice do you have for budding musicians? I would have to say, I don't want, I don't want to be your cliche. Don't give up. You know, whatever anybody says, don't give up. No, keep going. Um, even if someone tells you not to, I mean, I had my mom tell me first time when I learned my first drum beat, I'm like, Hey, how do I sound? And she's just like, you know what? Honestly, you don't sound good. And that to me was like, Oh, I crushed my heart. But as I got older, I was like, you know what? One day I'm going to prove this lady. One day I'm going to prove this lady. And one day you did. And literally I pulled her aside years later and I'm like, all right, what about now? How do I sound now? And she was just like, oh, I am so sorry for shitting on you when you were 12. You know what I mean? I, you sound good. You, you've been playing and you've been practicing. And so it's really much stick to it. Don't let anybody, especially your mom, or a family member or a friend tell you otherwise, because I mean, shit, I'm doing it. No, definitely. I do have to know, and it's something that kind of like popped in my head right now is how we were talking about like our punk roots and like very like, fuck you, we're gonna do whatever we want. I'm highly motivated by rage. And so I use that rage and I'm sure that you do too, like based on how you're saying like, fuck you, I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> it's okay to be angry. Like, I think people try to like shun anger as like, oh, it's such a bad emotion. Like, you know, you should learn how to handle it. It's like, no, be fucking angry. Let that motivate you. Let that push you to the other side of whatever project that you're working on that you might be stuck on or discouraged on. If you're pissed off, then fucking use it. Like, don't be self-destructive at that point. It's funny that you say that. Um, usually when I'm playing live on stage, if I fuck up and if people don't notice that fuck up, I'll notice that fuck up or my bandmates will notice that fuck up. And to me, that gets me like in a way angry, but it gives me more like, oh yeah, you're going to fuck this up to, to play better, to play harder. You know what I mean? So yeah, I could definitely relate to that. Yeah. So I mean, like, I mean, kind of like touch upon a bit of the whole like being self-destructive with anger. Cause I mean, like I'm a victim of that when in my early years, I was angry a lot of the time and I didn't know how to express it, but I was just very self-destructive. And it wasn't until recently that I was like, I ended up like diving into like Henry Rollins and like his writing and like spoken words. And he was talking about like using his anger as motivation. And I was like, oh shit, like people are trying to like shit on me saying like anger is just such a negative emotion that anger shouldn't be expressed. And then I was like, no, like we've just been interpreting it wrong. So whoever's listening to this, like if you're angry, fucking use it. Use it to like push you in whatever project that you have. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but I mean, do you have any other final words? Uh, not at this time. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just not at it. this time. Just keep kicking ass and keep banging them fucking drums. And if you don't play the drums, just keep playing that instrument. If you don't play any instruments, then keep rocking on. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for giving me a bit of your time. I know you're busy. Like I know you have this new project coming up and you know, just life in general. So thank you so much for sitting down with a shock. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely.